EO Fire 1163. Don't forget to water the root. Hey, Fire Nation, and welcome to EO Fire, where I chat with inspiring entrepreneurs seven days a week. Join me on our upcoming live podcast workshop, where I'll teach you how to create, grow, and monetize your podcast, answer any questions you have, and give you a special gift. Text PARADISE to 33444 and we'll reserve your spot. IGNITE. Meet your new payroll and HR department. Let Paycor manage the stress of payroll processing and tax filing so you can focus on your business. Visit paycor.com slash fire to get started today. Great businesses start with a great logo. Start things off right with a professional design from 99designs. Visit 99designs.com slash fire and get a $99 upgrade free. Boom! Shake the room, Fire Nation. John Lee Doom is here and I am fired up to bring you our featured guest today, Phil Town. Phil, are you prepared to ignite? Yes, I am. Let's go. (laughs) Phil is the number one (laughs) New York Times bestselling author who is revolutionizing long-term investing for the little guy. He is a hedge fund manager and a licensed financial advisor, and he's saying, quit listening to Wall Street and take control of your money now before it's too late. Phil, take a minute, fill in some gaps from that intro, and give us a little glimpse into your personal life. Oh, man, I live out on a horse farm south of Atlanta. We've got... uh 22 horses on the farm. Uh, my wife, Melissa, and I run our company together. We, um, we kind of got thrown into this years ago, but I'll, I'll tell you what my, my, uh, my background is. I don't, have, I don't have your Wall Street background. I came from uh, the U.S. Army into being a whitewater river guide in the Grand Canyon, and I was there for, uh, down in the canyon for about 10 years. So I spent about 14 years living in a sleeping bag, um, after I left my third attempt at college and, um, and it was kind of on one of those whitewater river trips. I met a guy who mentored me into becoming an investor. And then I, I kind of, we all went from there. Well, Phil, you are speaking to a fellow officer here. I am a captain. I spent eight years in the army. What was your rank? Yeah, I was a first lieutenant. Wow. Good stuff, man. All right. <laughs> I started off as a private in Fort Lewis, Washington and, um, I was just gung ho, man. I just liked it. I like crawling in the mud and I like standing at attention in the rain and everybody <laughs> thought I was crazy. And the, uh, the captain that was running that infantry training, basic training said, Hey man, look, we're going to put you forward. If you wanted to think about going to OCS, I right. said, I'm not very interested, you know, but maybe. And, um, at AIT, this guy got me fired up and I ended up at OCS. Wow. Good story. I can remember my days back at Fort Lewis and uh, standing in the rain as well. Good memories. But we won't bore Fire Nation, Phil, but uh, thank you for your service. Much appreciated. Thank you for yours, man. Thank you. So, Phil, Fire Nation is built up of entrepreneurs, small business owners, and one thing that we're all focused on is creating viable businesses. And as you know, as I know, viable businesses mean you're actually generating revenue. So how do you generate revenue today? Well, right now our little business is about a ten million dollar a year business, and it's um, come up from that from in just three years. And we started with with nothing. We generate revenue three different ways. Um, the 
the company teaches people how to invest and essentially how to invest like Warren Buffett does it. And um, we generate revenue there from our training courses. And we also generate revenue by investing people's money, uh, managing their money. And we generate revenue by investing our own funds. So those are the three sources of revenue we have. So Fire Nation, this is the entrepreneur that Phil has grown into. You know, we all have our journeys. We all get experiences along the way. We all have that mentor in the night that speaks to us. And I just love how this has kind of come to fruition because Phil, this interview is about your journey in life, specifically your journey as an entrepreneur. Now, you've had your ups, you've had your downs, but what I want to talk about next is what you consider your worst entrepreneurial moment to date. So Phil, take a deep breath, take us down to that ground level and tell us that moment in time that you consider your worst entrepreneurial moment. Well, it was either my worst entrepreneurial moment or my best entrepreneurial moment. I'm not, I, it, it was I'll be the judge of that, Phil. How's that? Okay, here, here it is. Um, I was, I wrote a, a New York Times bestselling book um, and uh, about how to invest. And I, it brought me onto a very large stage, right? I was doing these circuits with uh, uh, Bill Clinton and Rudy Giuliani and Colin Powell and Goldie Hawn and, you know, all these athletes and everybody would, would arrive at, uh, let's say Phoenix, Arizona on Wednesday night. And on Thursday morning, um, the speakers would start speaking in the, uh, Phoenix, you know, arena, to 15,000 people and, you know, they'd have you in the lineup. Like I would usually be on at about 1045 in the morning and I would, I would often follow Rudy Giuliani or Colin Powell and I would speak for an hour about investing and then um, I would go home. But what would happen afterwards is that they would get all these people who were excited about learning to invest and TD Ameritrade would fulfill uh, the workshops for them. And um, I just did my investing and talked to people how you do it. But the company that was running all of this, a company called Get Motivated, um, went bankrupt in the midst of their tours. And what happened was that all of these people that I had been speaking to on stage had paid a lot of money um, to, uh, to, to have someone teach them to invest. And TD was, they said, hey, we're out, we're gone. And these people had paid money into the mm. wealth, into this company that had produced all these things. They didn't pay TD Ameritrade. And we stepped up and said, okay, we, we've got, I've kind of got my personal credibility and reputation on the line because I'm the guy that said, hey, go do this. It's great stuff. So we stepped in in 2012 and we started fulfilling a thousand people who had paid something like, uh, I think it was almost a million dollars. So we just <laughs> we just found ourselves in business all of a sudden, John. And um, we had to come up with workshops. We had to come up with a whole curriculum. We had to hire teachers who would teach it. I taught a lot of it myself, and um, and so that was that was a shock. I mean, we were we were putting we literally put about a million dollars of our own money into into this just to not have my reputation get drugged through the mud. And um, the outcome was a complete change in our lives. We, we suddenly discovered that we're really good at teaching this stuff. We think we're really a lot better than the guys who were teaching it before. Um, and we have evolved what we're teaching over the last three years. We, 
and now when we do this, we're, it's like the most fun thing I ever do. It's such a blast. And um, that brought us into the entrepreneurial world. I, I came from the investing world, and here I am, an entrepreneur. I can't, I can't spell it, but I are one. <laughs> That's why I have eofire.com, not entrepreneuronfire.com, because nobody can spell entrepreneur. But, Phil, there's a lot of things that I want to talk about here. You know, Number one, and it's a Warren Buffett quote, it takes a lifetime to grow a reputation and a minute to lose it all. And that's exactly what you realize. You realize that you had spent time building your reputation and it could be dashed with this one situation and you weren't willing to let that happen. The next thing is so critical. This is what I call the baby effect, Bill. And bear with me here, Fire Nation. I think you know where I'm going with this, but Phil, so many of my past guests have had their backs against the walls. And so many times it came when they had their first child and they said, oh my God, like I actually have to care for this this being. I have to feed and clothe this child in this world. And so guess what? Those outbound phone calls stopped getting as difficult. You know, all that hard work they had to do stopped feeling so hard because they had to do it to, to actually make it happen. Their back was against the wall. And there you were, Phil. You birthed a business without even knowing. You're like, oh my God, there's a business right now that I have. I need to step up and grab hold of this by the horns. My back is against the wall. I have no other option but to succeed, so I will succeed. And Fire Nation, that's why whenever anybody says, you know, how terrible of a situation they're at right now, I say, hey, guess what? Your back's against the wall. Now go get it. Make it happen. So, Phil, that's my biggest takeaway from your worst moment. Did you call that baby what? The baby effect. Hey man, I'm writing that down. <laughs> we got we got born by the baby effect. Was- you birthed a business, baby. And Phil, <laughs> that was my biggest takeaway. What do you want to make sure Fire Nation gets? In just one sentence, just sum it up for us. I think there's something in nature that'll drive you into a certain area, and and it's what I would call dharma. And and it's like you know it when you get there, and you may not have the slightest idea that that's what you should be doing. And so what I would take away from this is that, you know, life can astonish you and you shouldn't be afraid. You should be open to that moment where it's 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 the path less traveled, you know, and that makes all the difference when you step out on that road um, and the way your whole life comes out. Dharma. Well, Phil, I'm writing that down. So thank you, my man. Now, (laughs) let's do a little bit of a shift. We just talked about the worst entrepreneurial moment you've experienced to date, which obviously birthed an amazing business and worked out for the best. But now I want to talk about a different story. And this one is going to be an aha moment, an epiphany, a light bulb moment that you've had at some point in your journey. And Phil, you've had a ton of these, brother. But what I want you to do is to know Fire Nation. We are entrepreneurs. What's an aha moment that you've had that you think is going to resonate with our audience and take it down to the ground level and tell us the moment, tell us that story? I mean, our big aha moment in this business is how we decided to actually conduct our marketing um, that made this all work. And and um, that first off, we were sort of driven into this situation where we had to do all this stuff for free. And, um, and what we started to find out and what the aha moment was, was that people are skeptical about our kind of a business. We, we're teaching people to invest and there's all kinds of reasons to be skeptical, not the least of which is what you can see on TV every night at two o'clock in the morning on how to invest, you know? And what we found is that if we could, if we could show people we were credible, if we could show people that 
we did what we say we did. If we could show people that we could teach and most importantly that they could learn and that they had a great experience and that they didn't have anything to lose at all by having that experience, then they might really get into what we're doing. They might really get into what we call this rule one revolution. So John, what we did was we said, um, we're going to give away our best stuff. We're going to, we're going to provide scholarships for people who are willing to write us 400 words um, and tell us why they want to be here, why I should teach them for free, why I as a hedge fund manager should take time out of my day and sit down with a small group of people and teach them how Warren Buffett invests and how I learned to invest. And it blew up. I couldn't even believe it. People, we would have people come here and and they would just absorb this stuff for three days. And not once during those three days did we talk about what we were going to sell, what else we had available, what, nothing. We made the rule of the three days that you cannot ask us about anything else we have and we're not going to talk to you about it. And we're going to send you home with an incredible education and no marketing whatsoever. And we did that. And people walked out of there, just said, the, the, the shoe never dropped. The one where you go to the free webinar and, you know, or the free workshop and then they, they <laughs> hammer you. You know, we never dropped that shoe. We did, we do three days of intense investing education and we send people home fulfilled that they got what they wanted. And absolutely, our credibility is built. That aha thing, that that thing that said, put out a lot of effort and money and time um, and energy for people, and it will work. That that was our aha moment right there. It is so valuable to build up that know, like, and trust with your audience. It is so hard to build the right way, but if you do then when it comes time for them to make that investment, to step up to that premium level, who else are they going to go to? I'm a big proponent of podcasting and webinars, Phil. That's how I built my business. And when I created two free courses on how to do these two things, free podcast course and free webinar course, people are like, you're giving away the farm. You're giving it all away. And I said, no, like I'm building an amazing audience that's going to know, like, and trust me for just giving, giving, giving. So Fire Nation, what can you give for free with no strings attached? All you're doing is just giving awesomeness, giving value, and expecting nothing in return, but knowing that there is going to be return on that time investment that you made with that free content across the board. So Phil, that's my big takeaway. One sentence. What do you want to make sure Fire Nation gets from your story? Feel that you need to be doing something. Then start pursuing it. Start looking into what nature's putting in front of you. It may not even be your passion. You might even be terrified of doing it. But if it's right there in front of you and it keeps pushing you into it, you're being drug into it, man, go go check it out because that might be your gold mine. Phil, what's your biggest weakness as an entrepreneur? <laughs> my my day-to-day working with people, I'm not very gentle about things. Um <laughs> I really am not a a great manager. That skill set. It's the army in us, Phil. We can't help it. Oh man, John, I'm telling you, it's like you know, <laughs> I'm I'm you know I I I do my I'm a pretty introverted guy, and I do my best stuff uh, right here in my office, working and investing and and focusing and reading and and creating. Um, but I'm I'm really weak as a as a manager. 
What is your biggest strength? Well, my biggest strength is I married Melissa. Yeah. And she's she does it all. This woman is so good at everything she does. I mean, she is my absolute strength in our in our relationship, in our business, in my life, in every way. She's she's an incredible superstar. And um, in our business, she's our COO. She runs the company. She takes care of all the details and makes it all happen. And she's phenomenal at it. Um, beyond that, I'm a very good researcher. I do know my stuff. I'm good at what I do. And I'm really good at at creating a vision for the people who are here in the company and for the people who are joining us as clients. I can get a vision out there that people can see and respond to. So that sort of visionary entrepreneur side of things is more where I'm stronger. And uh, thank God I have someone like my wife to handle the rest of it. What is the one thing, Phil, that you are most fired up about today? Um, I'll tell you, man, our industry, the, the whole financial industry is in a paradigm shift right now. I mean, it's one that is we're on the cusp of it, um, of a paradigm that was established in the 1950s after World War II that basically says that, you know, risk is related, a reward is related to risk, that uh, the market is efficient and and the value of things is the price that you pay for them. And that's created something called modern portfolio theory, and it's the way everyone's portfolio is managed. So when you hear things like rebalancing your portfolio, diversification, uh, those things all come out of the concepts of modern portfolio theory. And that paradigm has been uh, – has been breached now by really good researchers who've disproven the math underneath it. All of the stuff that's come out of Princeton and University of Chicago has all been disproven by a bunch of guys at Yale. And people are starting to realize that Warren Buffett is right. After all these years, the best investor in the world is right, that the market is not efficient, it's inefficient, that there are massive differences between price and value in the market that diversification is for ignorant investors, that um, if you are interested in making a lot of money in the market, there's a very clear and efficient way to do it, particularly as a small investor. And this paradigm, John, is so embedded, the opposite of that is so embedded in, in the financial advisory services industry that financial advisors, when they take their test, have to pass a test that agrees with all of this modern portfolio theory and which, if you took it and applied it to Warren Buffett, would say that he's like a monkey flipping coins. He's just lucky. And that paradigm is changing now. And I'm real excited that we're on the front edge cusp of changing it and being involved in teaching people what they can really do with their money and, and what you can, uh, the kind of returns you can really get with your money with a paradigm that says that low risk, high return investing is absolutely possible. Well, Fire Nation, you can tell that Phil has some more value bombs awaiting us in the lightning round. But first, let's take a minute to thank our sponsors. Hey, Fire Nation, what if you could learn all about a new company in just a few precious seconds? Well, you can, and you do, every time you see a logo for the first time. A great logo tells people about your industry, personality, and point of difference, and looks incredible doing it. That might sound intimidating if you're in the market for a logo, but it doesn't have to be. Our friends at 99designs have helped thousands of businesses around the world get logos and more that communicate their unique brands. Right now, 99designs has a brand identity pack that includes a logo, business card, letterhead, and Facebook cover photo. It's a great way to establish a professional look 
look and feel for your business right from the get-go. To learn more and to get a free $99 upgrade on your first design, visit 99designs.com slash fire. While you're there, check out some of the design projects I've done. That's 99designs.com slash fire. As an entrepreneur, the last thing you want to worry about is getting fined by the IRS. Yet 40% of small businesses incur tax penalties every year due to payroll processing mistakes. You don't have to manage payroll and taxes alone. Paycor offers award-winning services from your first pay run to your next hire to tax time preparation, putting all your compliance fears to rest. Paycor's intuitive payroll and HR software is simple to manage and easy to use. With Paycor, you can avoid hefty IRS fines, disgruntled employees, and save significant amounts of time that can be better spent focusing on your business. Serving more than 29,000 small and medium-sized organizations, Paycor is known for delivering amazing client experiences combined with modern and intuitive HR and payroll solutions. You didn't start your company to do payroll. Let Paycor take care of the details so you can focus on the day-to-day and doing what you love. Visit paycor.com slash fire to get started. That's P-A-Y-C-O-R dot com slash fire. Phil, are you prepared for the lightning rounds? All right, I'm ready, John. (laughs) What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? Um, I didn't like the idea of being a businessman, and uh, my family had a bad attitude about people that were rich. So those things were things I had to get over. I remember the guy that first took me under his wing, put me in a, you know up in the front seat of a Rolls Royce, and we drove around La Jolla, California. And I was I was mortified, man. I thought, dang, anybody that knows me sees me in this car, they're gonna they're gonna think I've you know I've joined the evil side of the world. <laughs> So I really just didn't want to be a business person. I didn't think those were the kind of people I wanted to be like. What is the best advice you've ever received? First, I got this from Dr. Jonas Salk. He was one of the first people that I uh, had a company that I put money into. And he said that um, if you step out in a way toward your dreams where you where you burn your ships, you just burn the ships that that process of promising yourself you're going forward is going to make all the difference to you and things will come out of nowhere to support that dream that you've put together but it depends on burning the ships and dr salk did that in his career to develop the salk polio vaccine and had he told me everyone told him this can't be done um and and then he proceeded to prove that it could be done in the laboratory and then everyone told him that it's trivial and it won't make any difference and then he saved the lives of millions of people around the world with the Salk vaccine for polio. And those same people, he said, came back to him later and said, I knew it all the time, Jonas. I knew it all the time. So that that thing carries you where you step out with when you burn the ships, you're not going to you're not going to turn back no matter what uh, against everyone in your life that's saying you can't do it. And that magic will happen from that. The second one comes from a guy named Maharishi Mahesh Yogi. He's an Indian guru that died not too long ago. And basically what he said is, don't forget to water the root. And that what that means really is that while you're busy out there with the burnt ships and charging forward in this life that you're creating for yourself, you have to pull back a bit and remember that you've got to nourish your life, nourish the people who are in your life. Don't let yourself become so unbalanced that you just burn out and and flame out. And that's really easy to do as an entrepreneur. What's a personal habit that contributes to your success? I really like to get away from it. And so I have a bunch of horses out here. Melissa and I ride. And 
I ride three or four of them every day, and um, you know, I play a little polo. We do a little eventing. What it does is it it might, it's the equivalent of say going surfing or going snowboarding or you know riding your bike or something where you just you know get the wind blowing through your ears and and air your head out a little bit. And what it, I find is it it especially riding horses is just a thrill every time I do it, even if it's just walking them out through the woods. I come back loaded with endorphins, fired up again, reconnected to nature, and you know it's just just provides that balance for me that that makes it go makes my life go strong. Share an internet resource like Evernote with Fire Nation. Well, I love Evernote. So you've really put a high bar. I <laughs> yeah. use it all the time. <laughs> but I'll share one that's in my world that I think is phenomenal. It's a free website called seekingalpha.com where about 3,000 analysts who are sort of young, trying to build a reputation by being really good at, at uh, analyzing companies, they're on there for free. And it is a, just an incredible resource for people that want to understand things about uh, buying into businesses and stock. So Phil, you have a bunch of great books. Rule number one, payback time. But if you could recommend one book for our listeners to join those on the bookshelf, what would it be and why? Yeah, that one's a no-brainer in my world. Um, ben Graham wrote a book in 1949 called The Intelligent Investor. It's still in print. Warren Buffett says it's the number one book he's ever read on investing. And it's not a very long long book. It, it, it's, it, by the way, Ben Graham is the guy that taught Warren Buffett how to invest and, um, and was a professor at Columbia. And it is just an incredible compilation of the, what we call rule one uh, strategies uh, for investors that everybody can do. So that's what I'd recommend you read. Well, Fire Nation, I know you love audio, so I teamed up with Audible. And if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audiobook for free at eofirebook.com. And Phil, rule number one, payback time. Are they on Audible? I read one of them. Somebody else read the other one. Oh, cool. Now, Phil, this is the last question of the lightning rounds, but it's a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have. Your food and shelter is taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? (laughs) I'll tell you what I'd do, John, but I got to tell you what my old partner actually did. Okay, He, He actually did this. He rolled in, he was painting in the, in the, now this guy became a venture capital partner with me. But when he was younger, he was painting in the Oregon desert, ran out of money and hitchhiked his way to Portland, Oregon. All, he had absolutely no money, not a single penny. And what he did is he went to a welding shop because he had, he had trained as a welder and he borrowed some helium. He went behind a Payless store, got balloons that had been thrown in the dumpster, went behind a Safeway, got chicken feathers. And he made a headdress out of the chicken feathers. He wrote little notes and stuffed them into these balloons, blew the balloons up and put them on strings and hung them from the helium tank and sold those suckers as fortunes at Reed College and made $200 in the first three hours, which (laughs) I thought was stunning. I thought that was so brilliant. Okay, but here's what I do. Brilliant. I got 500 bucks. I've got a laptop and everything's the way it is. Then I would do kind of what I did. I would do this. I would recognize that there are hundreds of mispriced companies out in the stock market because the paradigm that the market uses to price these companies is wrong. And I would do vertical spreads in the options trading world. In three months, I'd have a tracker. You can do that with 500 bucks. 
I would have a track record in three months. I would then knock on a couple of doors with my track record. Um, I would get friends, family, and fools. In this case, I don't have friends or family, so I'm all <laughs> fools. I would get some people to put some money in this fund. I'd have 100000 bucks within the first few months. And within the first year, I'd have a million under management. Um, within three years, I'd have 18 to 20 million under management. And within five years, I'd have $3 million cash in the bank. Wow. Fire Nation, you heard it here first. And Phil, I want to end today on fire with a parting piece of guidance. The best way that we can connect with you, and then we'll say goodbye. All right. Best way to connect with me is just go straight to our website, ruleoneinvesting.com and uh, plug in. We'd love to meet you. And what's a parting piece of guidance? Money is easy. It just is all about the education. Um, just keep keep cranking on the education. Obviously, you guys are listening to this kind of a podcast. Absolutely. This is the way to do it. Keep listening to John. He knows what he's talking about and uh, he'll get you there. Fire Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And you've been hanging out with PT and JLD today. So keep up the heat and head over to eofire.com. Just type Phil in the search bar. His show notes page will pop up with everything we've talked about today. Of course, go directly to ruleoneinvesting.com. Pick up his books, Rule Number One, Payback Time. And Phil, I want to thank you for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. For that, brother, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thanks, John. Love it, man. Fire Nation, thank you for joining us on EO Fire. Visit eofire.com for links to everything we chatted about today, killer resources, free trainings, and so much more. Ready to rock your own webinar? Text webinar course to 33444. That's webinar course, all one word, no spaces, to 33444, and you'll be rocking our free 10-day webinar course like a champ. Today is your day, Fire Nation. Ignite. Ignite.